Hey there, friend. This is Brian Del Turco. You're listening to Jesus Smart, the podcast, episode 119. And this is a special prayer episode. It's the second beta episode. We are releasing, exploring something related to prayer on this podcast. Today, we're talking from Isaiah 56, and we're going to pray about this coronavirus issue again and all of the ancillary issues around it that people are experiencing around the world, about a 10-minute podcast. Joy is necessary. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And God says in Isaiah 56, I will make you joyful in my house of prayer for all nations. We need to consistently receive the joy of the Lord, irrespective of what's happening geopolitically, globally, in the nations, circumstantially. So this is something I've been exploring about a short podcast. We're testing it out. This is the second beta episode. What we do is we look at a kingdom prayer dynamic at the beginning, and then we will be focusing on a nation or a geopolitical issue or some macro trend. I encourage you to go back and listen to the preceding episode, episode 118, where we looked at discovering the prayer dynamic of transformation. Personal transformation happens in prayer so that we can transact in prayer effectively. We're always, though, seeking to look to the inspired scriptures for our prayer architecture. This is what makes prayer effectual. And I want to encourage you today not to come, or rather, I want you to come into disagreement with fear and death. Disagree with fear and death. When I say design, I'm referring to the higher design of God, your will, your executive will, Father, be done on earth as it is in heaven. And everything that is outside of the design of God that does not harmonize with God's design when you're praying over your prayer covering, you send it packing. Only insist upon the design of God. No delays, no substitutes, no setbacks. You know, the scriptures say that without prophetic vision, we perish. I believe that the Lord more than ever is bringing to the fore the prophetic. We need to look out to a prayer horizon with prophetic energy on it. Whatever that circumstance is, whatever the news says, you know, whatever the distraction of uh, too much amusement and entertainment are, you know, whatever the challenges are, Keep lift up your eyes and look to that prayer horizon that has prophetic energy on it. It's really a prophetic horizon. Moses said, I wish that all of God's people would prophesy. Joel said, I will pour out my spirit upon your sons and daughters and they will prophesy. Peter stood up in the book of Acts after Pentecost and said, this is that which Joel spoke of. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, do not despise prophecy. Yes, quality control, test all things, hold to what is good, but do not despise prophecy. Watch out for that. You know, in the Old Testament, there is the prophet, the priest, and the king. Those three high offices. Jesus infinitely embodies all three 
of those offices. He is the ultimate prophet, priest, and king. We want to ensure that today that the ministry of Jesus coming down into the body of Christ and flowing through the body of Christ into the world includes the prophet, the priest, and the king. Not just the priest, like normal pastoral ministry that you may think of, but the prophet as well as the king, authority, kingly decrees. In Isaiah 56, the Lord is very resolved. He says in verse 1, Preserve justice and do righteousness, for my salvation is about to come and my righteousness to be revealed. See, we need to position ourselves in justice and in righteousness, practically speaking. How blessed, verse 2, is the man who does this and the son of man who takes hold of it. It's a Hebrew word, takes hold of, which means to seize it. It's like impenetrable strength. You really take hold of something. Who keeps from profaning the Sabbath and keeps his hand from doing any evil. And then in verse 7, the Lord says, even those, those who keep his covenant, I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Did you hear that? Make them joyful in my house of prayer. He says, my house will be called a house of prayer for all the people's This may be, I don't know, a time where Jesus is turning the tables over. I believe Jesus referenced this verse from Isaiah when he turned the tables over in the temple and he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all the peoples. Look for this edge right now that the Holy Spirit is unfolding. He's drawing people into the house of God as a house of prayer for all nations, not just a pew sitter not just a church attender, but a person who realized they have kingdom agency. They're part of a royal priesthood and they've been called into the house of prayer for all the peoples. It's the society of Jesus within the society at large. And when the society of Jesus prays, things happen in the society at large. But notice what the Lord says, I will make them joyful in my house of prayer. In Nehemiah 8.10, it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Strong prayer releases God's purposes and great joy produces strength. I'm drawing on some thoughts from Noel Woodruff from Trinidad, Dr. Noel Woodruff. The joy of the Lord is our strength. God is doing something remarkable. God is gathering into his house those who will lay hold of God's purposes in prayer, like it says in verses 1 and 2 of Isaiah 56. But we need to sustain joy. Don't become weary. Don't become discouraged. Go to the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Be resolved to lay hold of God's purposes in this time. Get into the word. Get before the Lord in prayer. Talk with others who are doing the same. What are those horizons that the Lord is showing you in terms of his strong purposes that he wants to release? It's going to take a strong people to pray them 
into being, and it's going to take the sustained joy of the Lord to fuel our prayers. Strong prayers brings in the harvest of God. It says in, in Psalm 67, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on the earth. This is a time to become fervent in spirit, a time to be excited. Let's understand that these crises, which may come from time to time, are waves that we have to learn how to walk on. Crises are opportunities to step up, to become a better you in Christ, to become the best you as a kingdom agent. The joy of the Lord is critical. Let's pray right now. Would you agree with me? Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, in the name of the Lord, that you would infuse us afresh with your joy. As Paul says in Romans, may you be filled with all joy and peace in believing, and may you abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, you are the ascended head. Nothing is bothering you. You are filled with joy and gladness and positivity. Lord, download that into us. May we draw upon you more and more. We are the branch tied into the vine. Fill us with the joy of the Lord. Fill us with the strength of the Lord. May we lay hold of the Father's purposes with great joy and great strength, and may we bear it and carry it and bring it into the earth in the name of the Lord. Father, have your will across the planet right now with this issue of the coronavirus and all of the ancillary issues that it's spawning and that are connected to it. God, nothing confuses you. Nothing is too great for you. We pray for your design in each life, in each nation, for your purpose to be realized, for your will to be executed on the earth with God's speed in the name of the Lord, in the joy of the Lord, in the strength of the Lord. We are the house of prayer for all nations. Pray that you would mobilize and catalyze your people, Lord, and bring them into a deeper practice, a deeper revelation of the house of the Lord as a house of prayer for the nations. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for agreeing with me. Share this with someone else. This is a way that we can agree together simply by sharing this episode. I was pleased to hear from a listener who shared uh, that episode 118, the previous episode, I won't share her name, but she used that prayer as a model in a prayer group via Zoom during an evening prayer meeting and that they're actually helping their friends launch a church in another state and she was praying with them via Zoom. That's how you can use the power of something like a digital asset, like a podcast episode to agree in prayer with others. This is the time to use the net, online connectivity and uh, networking with others. Wonderful.
To learn more about the podcast, go to JesusSmart.com and you can see the show notes page for this episode for links and additional resources. Uh, it'll be JesusSmart.com slash pray2. We're beta testing. You can respond to the contact tab at JesusSmart or connect with me on Instant Messenger or Twitter or send a pigeon with a note in its mouth or smoke signals, whatever, however you want to communicate. But let me know what you think of these beta episodes on prayer. And we may be uh, continuing with these episodes within this very podcast, or we may, we may be starting a second podcast, which is dedicated specifically to prayer, perhaps twice a week. Okay, my friend, I appreciate you. You're dangerous to the enemy, especially when you understand that you're in the house of the Lord, a house of prayer for all nations, and you start gaming up in your prayer game as a kingdom agent. Jesus is brilliant. He knows how everything works best. We'll talk with you soon.